Blog Talk Radio. Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirit, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hello and welcome to the monthly tapping circle brought to you by Mind Body Spirit You here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Lindsay Murdoch and I'm your host for today's show. I'm joined by my co-host and producer, the lovely Tracy Liebman, and we are delighted that you've joined us. For today's show. Um, and I'm actually thinking as I'm following along here that, uh, who knows, we may need to at some point rename this from the Tapping Circle because what I'm going to do today is throw in a, a couple other little things. Um, but we will still be using Tapping. So if you are new to EFT and would like um, a visual of the chart of the Tapping Points or you would simply like a refresher, I'd invite you to go to www.mindbodyspiritu, that's the letter U, dot com forward slash EFT dash tapping dash points. And you'll find a um, picture of a woman's upper body with um, some points clearly marked. I'll also do my very best to remember to use my verbal cues. I'm getting much better at that now. Um, letting you know which point to be tapping on next. Um, you'll also notice if you're following along with the diagram that I do do things in a slightly different order um, than what's numbered on um, the diagram. I start at the top of the head and work my way down just because that makes sense to me. Um, so I do invite everyone listening along, whether you're listening live or on the recording, to tap along as we do um, the tapping portion of our work. What um, will happen is a phenomenon called boring benefits, um, and there's some 
relatively decent scientific evidence that says that just doing the tapping alone um, calms our nervous system, in particular the portion of the brain called the amygdala, which is sort of like the alarm system of um, of our body. So when we calm the amygdala, we calm our whole physiology, then our thought patterns can shift into um, happier, healthier thought patterns. Um, so yeah, you can go at it both ways through thoughts, through the through the body, and this one does both. Um, I because today's topic is um, parents having um, bringing their very best energy and mindset into the summer holiday um, or summer vacation, summer break. I don't anticipate today bringing up a lot of highly triggered things, but who knows? Um, uh, So I will still mention that um, you do need to take full responsibility for your emotional well-being while listening. And um, if you do find yourself uh, experiencing some strong emotions, please keep tapping. Tap and breathe. Um, That will bring the emotional intensity down. Um, Sometimes we get into panic when we forget what to do. Um, but do keep tapping. Um, and if you need any more assistance with anything or would like to ask any, uh, get in touch with me for anything else, please uh, visit Mind, Body, Spirit, You. Click on my profile and click on the button, book now button and we can connect and uh, work through that issue for you. So uh, if you are listening live on the webcast and would like to call in, um, it can be about today's theme, which is, uh, again, the parental energy upgrade to bring our best energy to set the tone for the family for, for summer break. Um, or it could be something else. Whatever you like, you can call in to get this great one-on-one work with me. And the number to call is 646 595 Two three eight five, and once you get through, just press one on your phone, and Tracy will have a really quick chat with you and get your name and all that good stuff, and and bring you on. Um, if whenever I'm working with someone, you will find me pausing briefly, uh, and that is just so I can write down the specific words and and be of best service to our callers um, by being as specific as possible. So if you hear brief pauses, don't worry, I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> I'm just uh, making notes. Um, So before we get started, I think I'm just going to start with a really brief meditation. But before we get started, speaking of awesome work, um, Tracy is doing a retreat, a workshop at the end of August. And I I wish that I was still in the eastern portion of North America so that I could attend. Um, It's a bit far for me now that I'm out west, but it looks amazing and I would love to have Tracy just share a little bit more about that with you now. I think Tracy is... I'm here, yep. She's here. She was <laughs> muted and just wanted to make sure. Hi. Hi, Hi everybody. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this. So it's the the first time that I've put anything together that is out of town. I live in Charleston, South Carolina, which is an amazing historical city near the beach. And in the future, I may do more of these weekendy type retreats here. But 
I went to this place in, um, right outside of Asheville, North Carolina. It's called the Mountain Light Sanctuary a couple of times last year and was just blown away and so inspired and found it so healing that I came up with this this master plan. And um, what it is about is a healing retreat. So basically it's about, you know, releasing, transforming, renewing anything anything in your life. Um, we're going to learn about energy. So I'm going to like teach the introduction to energy type work and self-healing tools, energy self-healing tools. We're going to connect with Mother Earth and uh, nature and spirit guides. I am planning a shamanic drumming circle on Saturday night. And... The lodging is amazing. There's lots of different opportunities if you're a real outdoorsy, don't-mind-camping type stuff. Um, there's these wonderful little uh, structures that are almost like Bali huts, okay, that he's put together um, with, with real roofs and um, oh, what's the sides? Sorry, my brain is bamboo bamboo sides that he harvests himself and it's just all organic and fabulous and then there's also and it's along the river so you can totally hear the river and i woke up and i was just like under this canopy of trees and i was just oh when i got home it's the first time i ever woke up from being home and and opened my eyes and i typically i'm so like oh thank god i'm home because i love being home but this morning after that first trip i woke up and i was like oh there's no trees in my room (laughs) That was really sad. So I'm an earthy girl. But anyway, there's also a wonderful um, uh, larger lodge that has nice rooms indoors. Um, And, you know, so it offers everything I'll be bringing. I'm going to have all healthy foods and juicing, and it's all-inclusive. So all you have to do is show up. And it's quite reasonable. I'm charging $300 for two nights and two days of retreat activities. Um, Again, it's near Asheville, North Carolina, and where you can find more information about this is at mindbodyspiritu, the letter u.com, and then do um, forward slash retreat hyphen weekend. Or if you go to Tracy Liebman on um, Facebook or on Mind, Body, Spirit, You, it's also connected there. So thanks for letting me share that. And it is at the end of August, but if you're interested, sign up. Space is limited, and I also have to get all my ducks in a row in regards to um, whether we're going to take the whole retreat center, which is what my (laughs) intention is. Um, but if we don't have the numbers, then I have to open up some rooms so that, you know, the, the person that owns it can open them up to the public. Right. All right. Thank yeah, you. That, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. It, I mean, I so wish you could come. Amazing I get it. In, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds amazing in and of itself, but holy crow, what value. Yeah. What a program you've put together there. Yeah, it is Just an excellent incredible. value. It um, is. And, I mean, that's part of who we are, you know? I mean, here at Mind, Body, Spirit, you. I'm getting the chills, so I guess I'm meant to say that. Just that, <laughs> that we we give, you know, we give a lot. We do these shows together. We 
We are on Facebook. We're willing to help at any time. We want to do things, and we want to be involved in the community. And at the same time, money is something that has to take place to take, you know, do things. And we just try to keep it really fair. Um, I know that we all have that intention, each of the practitioners there. Yeah. So I want it to be reasonable. If, if anyone was on to the be fence, able to come. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it takes that 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 piece of indecision out, right? Like if you have the time available and you've been looking for something like this, it makes the decision really dead simple. Just just go. And <laughs> I know, and the place is it is rustic, but it is also luxurious because I'm not somebody. Like, the first time I went, I know I'm taking a lot of your show, sorry. <laughs> I need no to do problem. a show just on this place. This is, this is exciting. Um, <laughs> I love talking about this. <laughs> the first time I went, I was a little nervous. I'm like, can I really do this? Like, sleep in a three-sided structure, right? Um, you know, there are cot-type beds, but, you know, there's a little mattress, Um you know, there's a candle lit, and, oh, my God, it's so magical. But I was kind of nervous, you know, because... I was all by myself, and anyway, I just kept telling myself, and other people have told me this. Other, we, Then I went later in the summer last year. Um, that was at the beginning. Then I went later with friends, local friends, and one of the gals was like that. She's like, Tracy, I'm kind of nervous. Like, I'm not really a big, you know, like campy kind of girl, you know, and I, I was like, it's fine. Well, first of all, there are indoor spaces. I'll just say that. There's plenty of indoor spaces to sleep if that's what you want um anyway but she did it and she stayed at the tree house and uh, that's where i'm hoping i stay this time because that one a tree actually grows right through the structure Mm. and so yeah it's it's rustic but really also and they can go look at the website um mountain light sanctuary it's on the page there's a link on my you know on the retreat page on mind body spirit you Mm -hmm. um it's just magical it's a magical place. And the owner's magical. I mean, the whole, it's just, they're, yeah. And I'm picky. <laughs> <laughs> I am picky. So, it's hard to please me. I should get my husband on the line, you know? The, so. There you go, everyone. Tracy said the research. You found the great place. All you have to do is show, show up. up. For real. All right. I'll be quiet now. Thanks, Thanks for letting me share it. Yeah, of course. All right. So, yeah, as I said, I think I'll start with just a short little meditation type thing. Uh, Visualization, just checking in with our bodies, checking in with our knowing place. Um, And just um, giving ourselves the opportunity for some internal knowledge to come up or some awareness. So just taking a few gentle breaths, maybe a little bit deeper than the shallow breathing that we often find ourselves engaged in throughout the day. Relaxed, but a little bit deeper. And noticing yourself on the surface that you're on, whether you're standing, sitting, lying down, whatever it might be. Becoming aware of your body and how you're feeling right here in this moment. No need to, you know, judge or catalog it. Just notice. And then bring your attention to the idea of 
the beginning of the summer, the start of the summer, that feeling of anticipation transitioned. Well, it hasn't yet transitioned. It will be transitioning soon and in a couple of days um, from spring into summer. And that feeling of knowing that longer days, warmer weather, greater freedom to be in the out of doors lies ahead. And notice what you notice. Maybe it's not necessarily all anticipation that's coming up for you. Might be a feeling of pressure. Who knows? Whatever it is for you, just notice it. If it feels significant and it's something that you would like assistance with, take note of it. And now, and notice how your body feels as you follow your thoughts with reference to beginning summer, stepping into summer, having a summer with whatever you've planned or whatever you haven't planned, with your children, without your children, whatever, with your grandkids, whoever it is to you, nieces, nephews. And now bring your attention to the end of summer, the idea of summer wrapping up, heading back into fall, the reestablishment of routines. And maybe you notice a sense of relief, like, oh, gosh, gosh, I I really like the routines. And maybe you notice a sense of... mm, Sadness isn't quite the right word, but just um, noticing that something's come to a close. And notice how those, the feelings that you have about the beginning of summer and the end of summer may be contrasting, may be different. And how that's showing up in your energy and your thoughts right now. And taking a few more gentle breaths, bringing your awareness back to your body as it contacts the space that you're in again. Opening your eyes if you had them closed and just bringing your thoughts and awareness back to the here and the now. So I want to say thanks to Tracy for for suggesting this. I think it is very pertinent um, for many parents, maybe even grandparents too, who might be actively participating in looking after grandkids or aunts or uncles in in any capacity. It might be on a daily capacity. It might be taking the kids for a week or a weekend. Um, And it always what shows up in our life has to do with the energy that we bring to it. Um, and it, you know, some of our experiences in the past influence the energy that we bring to, to what's here and now. So what comes up for me often in the summertime is I I don't relish routines and schedules as much as other people do. I know it's important for kids, but I, I personally would be 
preferred to just let things go. I've I've said it more often than once to Tracy. I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of girl. Um, you know, I do this radio show without a, a script or anything. I have my little intro thing, but I, I like doing things as they come. So, for me personally, what comes up um, is a resistance to wanting to, or for perhaps the need to plan ahead. Obviously, if you're going on a vacation, you needed to do some planning. You have to book off the time from work if if you're working a job or plan for that type of thing, plan your hotel, that type of thing. But in terms of the the rest of it, I, I just I I like having it just come. And in order for me to not have my kids be bored crazy and in turn drive me crazy, I do have to do some planning. I have to either plan for some camp experiences for them, day camps, um, you know, whatever it might be, or even just have a bag of activities, you know, metaphorical bag or actual physical bag of of activities to fall back on so um, so that we can exist harmoniously together for two months. Um, during the summer. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> do a little bit of tapping on that. Um, and what I'm going to do, and this is where I mentioned right at the beginning of the show, we might have to give it a different name because I'm going to throw a few couple different things in there. Um, thanks to our wonderful and generous colleague, Sharon Sardar, um, who shared Access Consciousness with me. This is a tool, the clearing statement from Access Consciousness is a tool that I've been using an awful lot lately, and I really, really like it. So I'm going to throw that in probably at least a handful of times during today's show. Um, You're going to hear me say a ridiculous-sounding string of words. Um, Try not to concentrate on the words. I'll let you know before I say them. Try not to concentrate on what I'm saying, but notice what you feel as I say them or after I say them. Um, because they're not going to make sense. Your your rational brain is going to try to make sense of the words, um, and they aren't going to make sense because they're abbreviations for a whole bunch of things. So just let that one go. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to start with tapping on acknowledging some of the frustration I have at not being able to just have it be carefree and completely unplanned. So it, Again, I invite everyone to follow along with me. I will leave pauses after I say the statement so that you can repeat back either aloud or in your head what I'm saying. And I always, always, always invite people to modify the words in that repeating back for something that fits them. For instance, what comes up for me might be frustration. Is the feeling a slightly different than name that feeling for yourself? Or if um, you know the the time frame, you know, is one for me and different for you. Feel free to use the words specific that make it more true for you, so that this can be more effective for you. Um, and it, as we're tapping along, if um, it brings up any specific questions or thoughts or issues or whatever. Um, for anyone listening live, I would invite you to to go ahead and call in at 646-595-2385. Uh, 
All right, so I'm just going to start by tapping on the side of my hand, the karate chop point, and we tap continuously while we say this. Um, okay, so even though I just want to relax, I acknowledge how I feel. Still tapping on the side of the hand, even though I just want to relax and do nothing. But that doesn't jive for my kids. They need more attention and more things to do than that. And so sometimes we're at odds. I acknowledge that this has been our dynamic. Still tapping on the side of the hand, even though I want summer to be carefree and unplanned. But that doesn't work for our family as a whole. I acknowledge the resistance I have and how I feel. Moving to the top of the head, all this resistance. Eyebrow. My resistance to planning. Side of the eye. I just want it to be carefree. Underneath the eye. And unplanned. Underneath the nose. But that doesn't work for everyone in our family. On the chin. So I acknowledge the tension that exists there. Collarbone. All this resistance and tension. Underneath the arm. All this resistance and tension. And take a deep breath. Let it out. And just for yourself, notice if in your felt sense, if that shifted anything. For me, it did. Obviously, this is my issue. (laughs) Um, Unless people call in, I'm just going to continue on with my issue. Or if Tracy wants to (laughs) to have something else uh, or if Tracy wants to work on anything, we'll we'll work on that. Um, but this is your opportunity. Um, and then what I would like to do as well is just check in. So wanting to relax, my resistance to planning, wanting it to be carefree and unplanned. So here's I'm going to throw a little bit of... Mm, And for me, I think it's a little bit connected to a habit that was formed in childhood with having the summer off from school. So the pressure of school and then the relief, the the release of pressure of um, not having that rigidity, structure, routine, and expectation. Yeah, as I talk through it, I think it's more about expectation. So there's a part of me that's that's still in that cycle of um, seeing summer break as a relief from the expectations. So everything I aligned and agreed with, and anyone listening, I invite you, any, anything you aligned and agreed with, resisted and reacted to 
around the tension and the pressure around the school year versus the relief of summer and needing to keep it the same way, uh, would you destroy and uncreate that? So here I'm going to say my ridiculous string of words. Ignore what I'm saying and, and notice how you feel. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So for me, that felt like it created, and it, everyone will feel it a little bit differently in their body, but for me, that I felt a, an opening in my solar plexus area. A lightening, a relief of tension, of pressure. And then there's the other aspect of being a parent. Everybody knows the Business Depot commercial, back to school commercial. Are they saying it's the most wonderful time of the year? It wouldn't be so wildly popular if that didn't resonate with a lot of parents. So everything that brings up, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it? That, and I, I think, sorry, I'm just going to back up a second here. I think for a lot of people, there's. There's a you know a knowing chuckle of haha yes the most wonderful time of the year and then you know there's a lot of mm, or at least in the circles that that I I see you know this pressure to enjoy every moment of our child and 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 uh, cherish every moment and not wish away time and we have that those two parts of us, right? Like there's there is the boredom and the whining and the <laughs> and everything, all the pressure that brings up about parents needing to occupy their children or find a camp for them or whatever it is. You know, for a lot of us, um for those of us that work full time, that is, you know, trying to A find the you know, the right camps and the resources to pay for it and all that pressure. Everything that's related to the pressure of the summer, either to maximize fun time or to, you know, find the right place for our kids to be or to cherish every moment that we have with them if we're not um, working full time and, and have the time to spend with them. Everything that brings up and everything that is, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate the tension and the discomfort around that? Ask yourself, and if the answer is yes, then you get to follow along. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And feel, get a felt sense of what that clearing might have provided for you. A lightning, a relief of tension, whatever it is. And I think... Yeah, I think as far as I know, I've, I've sort of gone through most of the the broad topics um, as I see them related to summer break. Tracy, if you have anything specific that you think I've missed that you're aware of either for yourself or that you know of um, 
with um, any of your friends or contacts mm-hmm. that you've heard them speak about in relation to summer that could use uh, an upgrade or a clearing, I'd love to to hear them. Okay. Um, you know, there is one that <clears throat> I didn't hear, and if 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 I missed something, um, <laughs> multitasking mom. No, it's probably I missed something. <laughs> no, um, and it's something that I I work with a client who actually has um, two special needs kids, mm-hmm. and they when they they have an exceptionally hard time when they come home from school, meaning so school year ends and the whole process for them at school is about structure. Mm. And, yeah. (laughs) And so in regards to, um, it's so funny how my brain is so, like, it. my energy just goes right to wanting to help not only the mother, but the child. I was really like, that's where my energy was going, was like worried about that poor child, that it must be so tough on them. I have such compassion for the things that our kids go through, you know, in our modern society, et cetera, right? And then we add on special needs stuff. But but this is more for the parents, so let me focus on that. So it's just, it's very overwhelming, she is a total of four children, and um, this this change in the pattern of the day, this this major change in their routine, has really caused a lot of upheaval and chaos and unhappiness. Does that give you something that can you find a? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, not sure. I, I, you said I just want to touch on this. You said, you know, this is for parents, but as much as our kids are tuned into us and our energy Mm -hmm. and and they feed off where we're at, it goes the other way too, right? So, you know, doing some clearing for the kids um, also has benefit for the parents. It's, you know, it's both ways, right? So we clear for ourselves to benefit our kids, um, whatever clearing we can do to help um, shift their energy also benefits us. Because yeah, I know, I know for me, if my kids are hungry and they are grouchy, we all get, everyone except my husband, thank God he doesn't, gets hangry. We all do it. Uh-huh. If, we're, if uh-huh. we're hungry, our mood can shift from slightly grouchy just to downright foul in about 0.2 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I have to be pretty mindful of that. But um, I know that if I'm on the verge of hangry and then my kids start getting irritable it just yeah i just plug right into that so <laughs> yeah just, and just an example of how how we all are connected that way especially in a family and i'm remembering um halt hungry angry lonely tired and i just have to give it a shout out because it's such a good little reminder that mm. when our kids are going cuckoo or we're feeling cuckoo it's time to check in, you know, and look at those. Uh, halt, meaning stop, right? Breathe. Right. <laughs> and then check in. 
who's hungry, who's angry, who's lonely, meaning, you know, bored, wanting to be with friends, whatever, needs to talk to another adult for a parent, um, tired, you know. Um, and I do. I, I have experienced, um, I don't want to <laughs> tell you too many of my little stories, but so much is about, in my own experience, about me. I mean, duh, right? So, yes, if I shift my energy and I let go of my frustration or my worry, which is more, I tend to be more of a, uh, when it comes to parenting, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. <laughs> so I worry. Me too. I worry, you know, like what am I doing wrong or or am I going to say something wrong or am I going to screw this up or uh, anyway. So, um, but when I, so I, I, if things are going wrong or, you know, not pleasantly, um, if there's something that feels out of balance here, then once I can shift the focus back onto how I can work with my energy, things really do tend to even out and I can't give more of a shout out for that so thanks for doing this today and helping us so I don't know like in the sense of the thing you might have maybe you could find a way to put a statement together for the sense of um, special needs kids but even all kids have a hard time with this transition I think from yes school to home for summer break and most kids are in school even though i'm a homeschooler (laughs) yes yeah yeah and that family i mentioned they do half and half the two older girls get home are homeschooled and the two younger because they have special needs and do better with that care and that level Mm. of of expertise so to speak they go to school that even i mean imagine that you know having to juggle both yeah yeah So I know I'm not giving you a good statement type thing, but I know you're good at no, that. No, that's, that's my job. Thank you for for um, bringing that up because that's sort of the opposite of what, what I was talking about at the beginning. Uh, I don't I don't love the structure and the routine, uh, whereas other people really thrive on it and, and, and need that. So, yeah, thanks for – and thank you for the halt. That, that even – I tend to gravitate towards the hungry. What can I do to feed them? But, yeah. I that was a good one for me to remember the other the other aspects as well that contribute. Yep. So good old good old standby there, Holt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's just collectively use our energy um to send an intention to these two kids in particular, but but as well including um, any kid, whether special needs or not, that that is finding themselves unbalanced, so to speak, or feeling discord or disharmony with the change in routine. Um, So everything that's connected to or a part of that disharmony or discord Would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it on behalf of these children? So I get a yes, so I'll go ahead and run it. 
Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Anything that doesn't allow as smooth a transition as possible from school routine to the summer routine, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that? On behalf of all children who have difficulty with that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And anything that's left that might be getting in the way of feeling more ease and a smoother transition, would you be willing to destroy it and create that? Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what I like to do now is maybe shift to the to the parents' perspective, and um, where I really like to use the EFT here is acknowledgement, acknowledge of acknowledgement of what we're feeling, because often, um, and I'm sure I've talked about this many many times before in other shows, is when we feel like we shouldn't have a feeling, or that 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 feeling gets in the way of what we want. We try to stuff it down or push it away or ignore it or whatever it is. And sometimes just acknowledging that we have that feeling provides an enormous amount of relief. And that's where I really like to use the, the tapping. I've really shifted that in how I use the tapping. And that's primarily how I use EFT is, these days is, is for that acknowledgement piece. So, Tracy, would you mind just being um, my echo for this one? No, it's perfectly fine. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All my muting technology, I'm like making sure. <laughs> Which one did I mute myself on again? Exactly. Was it the phone? Was it the program? <laughs> okay. Um, so you said the the mom is feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Are you able to give me any additional? I, I mean, I, I know that she's a client and you don't want to be... Well, yeah, uh, it's not, I think it's fine. Not appropriate to to share too much, but if you're able to even just give a few extra words, that would be helpful to me for sure. Yeah, um, I of course I think it's fine because we're not using any names, and um, mm-hmm. I I know she was interested in even trying to call in, but she is so busy right now that that's probably why she's not here, and so yeah. this very well may help her in the archive form. Um, yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out like what ask me questions. Like Well, I heard you say overwhelmed, I heard you say busy, so what what's kinda of coming up for me is feeling pulled in many directions. Tell me if that Yes, feeling pulled feels in many true. directions and then just um yeah, overwhelm, stress, um, feelings of frustration and anger. Mhm. So, yeah, I, mean, I find the frustration and anger um, very commonly connected to feeling pulled in many directions. Oh, yeah. For, for me personally, too, when I feel like I I don't have enough. When, when I feel like I'm pulled in too many directions, I feel like I don't have enough to give and I don't have enough to refill my own tank. Mm-hmm. I get angry 
frustrated and resentful. Mm-hmm. Oh, resentful. That's on the list, too. <laughs> yeah. And these are all, yeah, this is universal, so people will definitely um, receive those borrowed benefits, you know? Yeah. I mean, I haven't met a mom yet that hasn't doesn't go through this, you know, sometime during their week or sometime during their month or sometime during this year, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So. Okay. So, yeah, let's just start tapping on that and provide some some really valuable acknowledgement for that. Okay. So tapping on the side of the hand. Even though I feel all this overwhelm. And you want me to be the client, right? Yes, if you would yeah. mind. Okay. Asking. Even though sorry, just just confirming. Even though I feel all this overwhelm. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Oh now I'm you're talking cool. to me. This will work for me. Okay, go ahead. I'm being pulled in so many different directions. I'm being pulled in so many different directions. And I'm feeling a lot of stress about it. I'm feeling a lot of stress about it. I choose to acknowledge how I feel. I choose to acknowledge how I feel. You you know what I forgot to mention was that anyone listening along can repeat back along with Tracy. And if if you do it out loud, it will have... A little bit more power than if you do it in your mind, but in your mind is okay too. And I want to you know, go ahead. Yeah, I want to give a shout out for the idea of um, this karate chop point, which is on that that side of the hand. It, it it's a great place for all of us who don't know EFT through and through. Um, it, it, it seems like almost like breathing, grounding, and tapping on this point is helpful. You know, even if you can't remember all the other points or you can't remember, um, you know, what the lines are, what the actual words are. Yes, okay. it is a very, very powerful point. Uh, there are people who have um, studied just this either point, taught right? EFT. Yeah. Pardon? That have, like, studied that just this point works, right? Yeah, people have taught EFT to emergency um healthcare professionals and and having someone either just tap on that point or press that point when someone's in shock um, has profound effects in terms of helping them move through that and back into a more regulated, balanced state. So yes, it is a very, very powerful one. And I'll just remind you for us that aren't as familiar to remind us when to move our points, okay? Yes. All right, thanks. Yeah. So I'm still on chopping, karate chop. We are. Okay, yeah. All right, go ahead. Even though I'm overwhelmed. Even though I'm overwhelmed. Stressed. Stressed. And so frustration, anger, and resentfulness. And feel frustration, anger, and resentfulness. And that's showing up for me? That's showing up for me. And sometimes it shows up uh, for my kids, too. And sometimes that shows up for my kids, too. And I have some feelings about that. I have feelings about that. I choose to acknowledge them. I choose to acknowledge them. And where all this frustration and resentfulness is coming from. And where all this resentfulness and frustration is coming from. Because I'm being pulled in a lot of directions. 
because I'm being pulled in a lot of directions. I wonder if I could take a deep breath right now. I wonder if I could take a deep breath right now. And know that I'm doing that just for me. And know that I'm doing that just for me. And still tapping on the side of the hand, even though I'm overwhelmed. Even though I'm overwhelmed. Busy. Busy. Stressed. Stressed. And sometimes it makes me feel resentful. And sometimes it makes me feel resentful. Frustrated. Frustrated. And angry. And angry. I acknowledge my feelings. I acknowledge my feelings. And I acknowledge that I'm a human being, too. And I acknowledge that I'm a human being, too. I might be a super mom. I might be a super mom. But I'm still a human being. But I'm still a human being. And starting at the top of the head, all these feelings. All these feelings? Uh, Eyebrow. Because I'm really busy. Because I'm really busy. I'm being pulled in a lot of different directions. Being pulled in a lot of different directions. Underneath the eye. So many things need my time and attention. So many things need my time and attention. Underneath the nose. And I don't know how to fit it all in. I don't know how to fit it all in. On the chin. And I get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed. Collarbone. And then I get frustrated. And then I get frustrated. Um, Underneath the arm. And sometimes that frustration leads to anger and resentfulness. And sometimes that frustration leads to anger and resentfulness. Back to the top of the head. All these feelings. All these feelings. Eyebrow. Because I'm stressed. Because I'm stressed. Side I, I choose to take a breath right now. I choose to take a breath right now. Underneath the eye. And acknowledge what's going on. And acknowledge what's going on. Underneath the nose. Acknowledge how I feel. Acknowledge how I feel. Chin, it's perfectly understandable. It's perfectly understandable. Collarbone. That I would feel this way. That I would feel this way. Underneath the arm with all the things I need to do. With all these things I need to do. Top of the head. All these feelings. All these feelings. Eyebrow. I acknowledge myself. I acknowledge myself. Side of the eye and the way I feel. And the way I feel. And take a big deep breath. So, I know for me, um, well, going back to the hangry example, I know sometimes it would make the most sense for me to feed myself first so that I could keep calm, but I resist doing that. The mom in me is like, no, you feed your kids first. Sometimes I'll notice that I'm getting kind of crazy. I'll be like, you know what? I need to take five bites of my food and then I will help you with whatever it is you need because I'm I'm noticing <laughs> that I am hungry and I'm not going to be able to stay calm unless I have five bites of my food. But there is that tendency to put other people's, particularly my kids' needs, before my own. Um, so... 
I'd like to just go ahead, and I, and I suspect I'm probably not the only mom out there that does that. Um, we often put ourselves very last on the list, and, and Tracy, what you said about the halt, um, lonely, tired, um, for moms is often one. Um, you know, we we might put ourselves last on the list and, you know, put off going to the yoga class or put off doing whatever it is we need to do to connect with other adults or friends or um, what we need to do to make sure that, that our bucket is filled mm-hmm. because we often put our kids' needs first. So I'd like to run a clearing statement on that on behalf of all parents, moms maybe more particularly, but all parents who who um, know that that's not always the most helpful thing, but find our energy running that way nonetheless. So everything you aligned and agreed with, resisted and reacted to around needing to put your kids' needs first every single time, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that? And I don't know if you get a yes for that, Tracy. Absolutely. Not, that's okay, yeah. So right, <laughs> wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And he, I'm going to run this one, which um, I'm going to refer to it as a stupidity, and stupidity being um, a belief that we picked up without necessarily examining it, whether it made the most sense. And often those beliefs are on the felt sense and they get stuck. So what stupidity are you using to create the discomfort that you're choosing around needing to care for kids' needs first always and each time? And would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that? So if it's a yes for people, we'll just run it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Tracy, was there anything that came up specifically for you in relation to that mom, the mom of four? Um, yes, uh, meaning something that we didn't really touch on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, worry. Okay. <laughs> worry about like how you're going to do it. Worry that everybody's going to be okay. Worry, mother, mm-hmm. worry. Yeah. Which we all yeah, know we okay. have every once in a while. <laughs> sure. Yep, I'll raise my hand. <laughs> so everything that brings up, the mother worry, <clears throat> the, yes, thank you, the worry that if we don't put our kids first and we don't do it all and if we let anything slip through the cracks that something bad will happen, something catastrophic that will happen. So everything bad is, which you and uncreate that worry and that belief that's keeping that in place. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how about... Mm, I just want to touch really briefly on... on and, and not to beat anything, anyone with the stick of spirituality or law of attraction, uh, but just to point out where the energy goes. Um, I just like it when people, you know, 
explain these things as a way to to make people wrong. But when we're when we're worrying, we are adding mental energy and emotional energy to the thing that we don't want. Mm-hmm. And it's easier said than done to to shift out of worry. So I'm I'm not saying this in any blaming capacity. Um but so let's just go ahead and shift that. Um so everything and and often sorry, backtracking, I'm all over the place. For some people I think my mom maybe in particular <laughs> <laughs> was a belief that if we worried about someone, it was a way of caring for them. It was mm-hmm. Sort of a, you know, if we examine that belief carefully, we realize it's not true, but somewhere we aligned and agreed with it. So everything you may have aligned and agreed with, resisted and reacted to, around worry being an effective means of looking out for your kids, or looking out for anyone you love or care for, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that? I get a definite yes on that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Anything you aligned and agreed with, resist and reacted to around worry being a form of care and love, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that? And then let me just be more specific there. It's born out of care and love, but the worry itself is something different. It's out of a desire for the best for those who we love and care for, but the worrying itself is something else. So we're just aiming this clearing statement at the worry itself, not why we do it. So Mm. right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Which is great. That last piece was really great, and I just want to emphasize that, that to go into our intention of what it is, you know, what is it that we are wanting, right? We want to love, we want to care. So focus on that, and, yeah, away Mm. from the worry, yeah. Yeah. Because moms, (laughs) me included, have resistance. That's actually one of the big ones for me have resistance to the idea of, like, mm, uh, detaching too much, right? Because Mm -hmm. I was so detached as a kid, you know. That's how I was raised, very just, like, detached. (laughs) So I always want to feel connected, right? Um, And that's one of my little buzzwords in my coaching practice is connection. But at the same time, you know, (laughs) <laughs> worry connection not helpful. Mm-hmm. Resentful yeah. connection. And I mean, not- even if people had a, a different childhood experience, um, it's sort of in our culture. It's our culture, and I think it's too. When when our children are infants, we need to be that tuned in. Correct. Um, and, and we can't be. You know, we can't let them. They just wouldn't survive. So it sometimes it's just a habitual thing as well. There's or there's an element of it that that's sort of a habit that we get into when they're infants, and then sometimes we have to step back and go, "Oh yeah, you're seven, and you can do that." <laughs> exactly. All on another, your own. Ex- another excellent point. And then mine are teenagers, and you really got to step back. 
yeah. and it's quite the transition. So we're it coming is. up to 30 seconds, so I guess I'll let we you are. finish up the show. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Yeah, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for you, thanks to you, and thanks for everyone for listening, and I hope that um, as you listen to this in the archives, if you, you can listen to this over and over again, you know, fast forward to the parts where I'm just yapping and go right to the clearing statements and and use this as a resource for you throughout the summer and throughout any time that you need it. So thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Take care.